You're listening to the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we use scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Episode 123, where we talk about the content, the context, and the community of discipleship. Well, 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 here we are, episode 123 of the Jesus Habit Podcast. It's August 12th, 2020, and the last episode I published was on March 30th of this year, and uh, yeah, I guess it's safe to say the entire world seems to have changed in the last five months or less. Um, I stopped doing the podcast simply uh, out of... You know, necessity. I didn't have the time. What uh, what was happening with the pandemic and and uh, everything getting locked down all of a sudden required a ridiculous amount of time for me. Being a pastor of a small church, uh, a lower income church, we didn't have uh, most of the uh, the technical equipment that we needed to be able to live stream our services. So what on uh, March 17th, which was the first Sunday that we went to Facebook Live services, ironically, you, you might find this funny, I find it quite funny, um, two weeks before that, I had just announced to our church that we were going to stop streaming our services live on Facebook. And, and I said, it's because, you know, um, we well, you know, the, I think the, one of the greatest things, if not the greatest thing about our church or any church is the people of the church. And I didn't want, I still don't want people choosing to come to 6-8 Church because they like me. I want them to come because of the body. I want them to because come because of the connection they have, you know, to to others in Christ as a result of being together with other believers, you know, and, and that kind of a thing. And so I said, well, you know, people just don't really experience that when uh, when they're watching online and so I'd hate for someone to choose not to come to our church to ex- experience the real you know blessing of our church because they watched me and didn't like me <laughs> so 2 weeks before the pandemic we stopped streaming our services made the big announcement explained why you know told people why we were doing it and 2 weeks later everything's locked down and there we are streaming again it was really it's really Really quite funny. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there it is. That's, uh, by the way, I got some sound effects here just for fun. Why not, right? I mean, we're making things real here, keeping things real. All right, yeah. So, uh, things changed. Things changed. The world changed. And I didn't have time to, uh, to write and record and publish the, uh, the Jesus Habit podcast for a while and been really wanting to get back to it. And, but still, even recently, you know, still this week and all of that, still lots of time uh, being spent. You know, basically last week I, I, I kind of finished the last major thing. I know you don't care, but I'm telling you, one of the last major things I needed to get done to kind of get things transitioned into the sanctuary so we can do our hybrid Facebook Live and and uh, and in-person services. And so this week I'm starting to feel like I have just a little bit more time. So I thought, hey, why not at least 
hop on and do one episode, like just one episode. And I was going to talk about, you know, what we're talking about right now at the church, Jude and and the case of the creeping lies. We just started a new series called the Half Brother Chronicles. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, lots lots of information there to talk about, I, I'm not, but I'm not going to, I'm just going to drone on forever because I do that all the time. I'm going to try to keep this somewhat, somewhat short. We'll see how that goes. And yeah, we know how that's going to go, don't we? So, um, but we uh, we started this series, and one of the reasons we want to go through Jude, which I mean, I don't know how many how many of you have gone through a series on Jude. I've never gone through a series on Jude, never taught through it. Um, but there's some really pertinent information that Jude talks about. He really wanted to talk about salvation, but instead he needed to talk about some other things, like like lies that had crept into the church that were being used as an excuse to pervert the grace of our God and turn it into a license for immorality, and. Um, and yeah, so definitely, definitely some pertinent topics there. And uh, but what I really wanted to talk to you about because I haven't spent a lot of time over the first year of the podcast, the first two seasons of the podcast, talking about the science. And the intro of the podcast talks about using scripture and science to make our new nature in Christ second nature. And so today, I, I wanted to talk briefly about the science. Uh, of of it's really the science I would say of discipleship. Like what you need to have. What are the key ingredients you need to have so that you can really be effective at at either discipling someone or being discipled. Like if you want to be a disciple, if you've always wanted to go through you know discipleship with someone, you know the, these I think are are the three maybe four uh, most important characteristics. Uh, there's there's more to it than this, but but these are these are kind of three core things that are important. Now m- the first one's obvious, and they all start with C uh, to make it simple. Uh, but the first one is content. Now almost every single discipleship you know uh, program method book you know everything that I've come across focuses almost entirely on the content. I mean, I mean, almost exclusively on content alone. That's pretty much all that uh, that, that discipleship cu- curriculums, and I guess that's, you know, they're curriculums, so I guess it's fair, whatever. But almost every time you hear someone talk about discipleship, they're talking about content. Well, well you gotta, we just got to teach people the right information. And, and the right information is, is definitely important. But it leaves out some really key components. Now, again, today what I'm sharing with you is also overly simplified. So, so it's, it's only going to give you a small picture of what it takes, but, but if we really want to become disciples, you know, and a disciple is a student, it's someone who, it's, it's an apprentice, it's someone who, who studies under someone to become like that person, right? That's what Jesus would have had in, in mind, more of an apprenticeship, someone who would, someone would come after him, spend every waking moment with him, and then, and then want to go and become like him and then teach others how to become like him. You know, that's basically what a disciple would do. You would, you would, you, you'd add your things as you became more and more mature, but that's what Jesus had in mind. But it wasn't just, see, it wasn't just content. It was a way of life that Jesus was trying to instill into his followers. But we just stop at the condo. We said, we just got it like, you know, uh, Francis Chan, great book called Multiply. It's, it's a great book and it's a, it's a short, you know, it's a thick, small book. <laughs> I guess that doesn't quite make sense, but it's a good book. But again, entirely built around content. I love Francis Chan and, and it's a great book. I definitely recommend that resource for you if you want the content 
of, of what it means to be a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ. But, but see, we can't just stop there and expect that this transformation of becoming like Christ is going to happen. So that's why we need these two other categories. The second category is context. First one is content. The second one is context. Uh, another word for this might be environment. The environment that you live in, both our physical and now because of the world we live in, our digital, we have to include that. Our physical and our digital environments need to support this transformation journey that we're on. Now, what happens a lot of times is people come to church on a Sunday and they really love what they hear and they, they really resonate with it. You know, they have this heart change. They just have this moment where it's like, yeah, I really agree with that. I want to be that kind of person. And then they, they go out and they get in their cars and they turn on the radio to whatever most likely secular radio station they were listening to before. And they go home and they flip on the TV and they watch some football on Sunday after church and they, you know, they watch HGTV or you know, whatever it is. And, and, and within just a few short minutes, the context has completely eaten up the content that they have just consumed. And for most of us, our context does not support the, 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 the discipleship lifestyle that we hope to have. So if we want to really become followers of Jesus Christ, if we want to be people who, who look like him, sound like him, talk like him, act like him, think like him, we have to get serious about changing our context, the context that we live our lives. So, so that means that we can't just you know spend all of our time you know scrolling and trolling on Facebook and, and getting in political arguments and 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 uh, and trolling people and trash talking people and you know saying things in, on Facebook that we'd never say in real life or Instagram. We can't spend all our time Instagramming or TikToking or you know whatever your 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 device is or your uh, platform is you go to. Because those environments, those digital environments, are not conducive to a Christ-like life. They detract, they distract, they move us in the opposite direction. Same thing is true for our physical environment. Our, our physical environment has to support the transformation we want to see happening in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives, in our actions. So if we want to, if we want to become like Christ, we have to make sure that, that when we, you know, our lives at home also support it. It's like if you're trying to lose weight, you know, you don't keep the cookies on the nightstand. If you do, the environment's going to kill you because they're too it's too convenient. You're just going to go grab the cookies. So our environment has to support it. So context, you know, you know, so what is how does your physical environment support it? How does your how does your digital environment support it? The last one is first one is content, the second one is context, and the third one is community. Right, so we gotta we gotta have the right content. We gotta have the right context, a supportive context, a supportive environment, digital and physical, and we have to have the right community. Uh, your friends, as Andy Stanley says, your friends determine the direction and quality of your life. Uh, other people have said, you know, the five top people. You know, if you want to know what your life will look like, just look at the five closest people in your life, and you're going to become like them. That's what your life is going to look like. We, the the influence of our friends, of our closest acquaintances in our lives, has a deep and profound influence on who we become as individuals. It starts from birth and all the way up until death. This is how we change and become different people. 
So, so the community has to support it. And, and what happens a lot of times is not only do we get out into an unsupportive context, we also get out into an unsupportive community. Maybe our families aren't supporting us. Maybe our friends aren't supporting us in this journey, laughing at us, saying, oh, oh why would you want to be like that? I mean, it's like, it's like, again, if you want to lose weight and all of your friends are overweight, you're not going to lose weight. If you want to really lose weight, you need to surround yourself with some people who are either trying to lose weight or have lost weight or are healthier encouraging you know people to move in that kind of direction so you know otherwise we're just going to stay the same you know <laughs> that's what it is so and, and this is by the way is how we were designed by god we were we were designed by god for community at the in the garden what was the thing that jesus said is not good the one thing jesus said was not good is it's not good for man to be alone and that's why he created a helpmate eve but we live in this, we live in an increasingly individualistic, isolated society. And, and we've just gone through this pandemic, which, which basically hyper inflated the individualism and isolation. And all kinds of horrible things creep in when we get isolated. As Jude's talking about these lies, I mean, it's really easy for lies to creep in when you're all by yourself. And I've said before, I just wrote an article on my, on my blog, davidlinder.net, yesterday and posted about the devil's two primary tactics are ideas and isolation. You cannot become a Jesus follower on your own. We cannot become like Christ as individuals. We only become like Christ in community. Look at Jesus. Jesus did not try to disciple anyone one-on-one, as best we can tell. I mean, John maybe was the, cl- the closest to that. But even the majority of John's time with Jesus was spent with at least two other guys and probably 11 other guys. We have to be in a right community, supportive community. And we're so individualistic and we're so, you know, we're so in pursuit of our own dreams and our own ideas and our own, you know, things that we think we need to have to make life what we want it to be that, that we've cut out the time for the most important community in our lives. And that's our church community. See, we, you know, I'm not putting down family, and I'm not saying you shouldn't spend time with your family. You, you definitely should spend time with your family. I'm not saying you shouldn't spend time with extended family, have friends outside of church. Absolutely, you should do those things. But are you making time? Are we making time, serious, significant time commitments to our Christ-like community, our church community? Because that's the group that's really going to help us the most in the long term. That's the group that's going to help us become like Christ. And I get that it's not easy. I've just gone through the probably the busiest season of my entire life. And, and, and no, we didn't spend a lot of time with you. Now, of course, there was a pandemic going on, so we actually had a pretty good excuse. But now that things are easing up, I think it's important that we intentionally start working to find ways to get back into community with other people in our church. It doesn't matter if you're in 6-8 church or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We, we've got to find ways, and maybe we have to do it digitally for a while, but we have to find ways to get into community with other Christ followers who are on the same Christ-like journey of transformation that we're on supporting us in this, because the overwhelming cry of the society that we live in is the opposite. It is, it is, a, it is a, a mindset that's going in the exact opposite direction, and we will find ourselves immersed in the context of this world and completely drawn off course and off track by the influence of a world that is opposed to Christ. So if we really want to be serious, 
Like and so, and I understand not everyone in here is going to be serious. Not everyone listening to this is going to be serious. I just, I just listen to it because I know you. Or I just, I just, you know, whatever. I just, I just stumbled across. I don't even know why I'm still listening. And so, so I get not everyone's going to take this seriously, and, and it's not for everyone. Jesus made that pretty clear. It's not for everyone. Not everyone was going to stick with it. But if you're serious, I mean, if you're like one of those hardcore, I am committed to this. I'm going to be a Christ follower. I am, I am, I am sold out 100% committed to becoming like Christ in every aspect of my life. These are basically the core components. These, this is, these are the core requirements, which you, you got to have the right content. You got to have the right context and you got to have the right community. Without those three things in combination, working together, supporting one another in this process, we will fail every time. I know because I've seen people fail. And when they fail, it's inevitably one of these things. They're getting bad content or no content. I've 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 seen a lot of people fail because they're getting bad content. You know, there's there's a lot of bad teaching out there. There's a lot of great teaching, but there's also when you have an abundance of teaching, you're also going to have an abundance of bad teaching. There's a lot of bad teaching that leads people off course and at, at worst astray. People get bad teaching. They get they have the, a bad context. You know, they just you know they go back to a home that's completely unsupportive. You know, they just you know, they're on their phones doing all kinds of you know who knows what unsupportive to the mission, and then they get around people also unsupportive, and they fail. One and it doesn't take you don't you, you could you could have the right content and the right context and not have the right community and still fail. You could have the right context, the right community, and not have the right content and fail. You can have the right content and the right community, but not the right context and fail. There's the, these three work together to create a, the whole environment that's needed to change. And there's a lot of science behind this. Um, you know, one of the there's some books you can read that support these ideas. A lot, a lot of the habit books, like The Power of Habit, um, uh, Influencer by uh, Grenny. Um, he also wrote another book. I can't remember what it's called, but they they really talk a lot of about the science behind these ideas, which is where I got these ideas, a combination of, of from those books. And so to wrap this up, just just to encourage you to if you if you haven't thought about it, you know, strategically spend just a few minutes thinking about, okay, what content am I taking in? Is the content I'm taking in supportive to Christ-likeness? Is the context I've created digitally and physically supportive to a Christ-likeness? And is the community I've put myself in supportive to Christ-likeness or do do I need to make some changes? This, by the way, is how we keep lies out and how we get lies out. So to to wrap this up around Jude, uh, let me let me just break that down really quickly. So Jude was talking about lies that had crept into the church. Now I said on Sunday, it's easier to keep it out than it is to get it out. It's easier to keep a lie out than it is to get a lie out. But we keep it out by spending time in God's word. That's content. With God's people, that's community, and in a godly context, right? Yeah, so that's how we keep them out. When we have the right amount of those things, then, then we can keep the lies out. And that's also how we get the lies out, right? It's, it's recognition and repenting of those things when we're in God's word, when we're surrounded by God's people, and we're in a godly context. Those, those false teachings, those lies, those mistruths will be confronted by God's truth, God's word, and, and by a, you know God's spirit and, the, and a godly context. And, and that's how we get these mistruths, these half-truths out of our lives. So, 
It's easier to keep it out than it is to get it out. So set up those three things the right way and it'll be easier to keep them out than getting them out. But it's also a way to get them out. So there's a little bit of the science, the methodology behind a lot of what we've talked about for the last couple of years. And so as you're going through your life this week, I encourage you to take a few minutes, think about that, think through those things and see if you cannot set up a better system in your life for becoming more like Christ. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again very soon www.thejesushabit.com